This is Alive with Joseph. We are looking at fight the good fight of faith and we are now on number six. Fight the good fight of faith, part six. I want you to understand that faith does not require physical evidence. That is why you must grow in your journey of faith beyond physical evidence. Don't forget, you are not the children of the world because the children of the world are the ones who require physical evidence. They are the children of the senses. According to Romans chapter 9, verse 8, they are children of the senses. You must understand that you do not require physical evidence for your faith to work. The Bible says in Romans chapter 9, verse 8, that is, those who are children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as the seed. We are the children of God and we are counted as the seed and we have access to the promise and you do not require physical evidence to begin to take hold or lay hold on the promises that God has made available to you in redemption. When I studied the Bible, I discovered that in the Old Testament, when people have contagious diseases, when they have been healed of contagious diseases, when they needed a verification after being healed of contagious diseases, diseases such as leprosy and the likes of them. Do you know where God asked them to go to for verification? God sent them to the priest for verification. Why? Because the scripture says, from the mouth of the priest, all controversy is settled. So the verification that you need is the word of God that is being proclaimed in the last couple of days over your destiny. Therefore, I declare again, any sickness in your body, any virus that you have contacted with, I command right now, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. So God sends them when they have been healed, he sends them to the priest for verification. Look for that scripture for me. It says, you know, there it talks about from the mouth of the priest, all controversy is settled. So you must understand as I have been proclaiming over you, every controversy on your health, every controversy on your finances, on your business, on your career, every controversy in your mind, marriage i command them tonight be settled in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen so you must understand that what has been delivered to you by redemption it is yours to fight for it and lay hold on it the scripture says this is in malachi 2 7 for the lips of a priest should keep knowledge and people should seek the law from his mouth for he is the messenger of the most high for he is the messenger of the most high amen so you must understand that what god has delivered to you in redemption you must fight to lay hold on it 
Paul said to Timothy, it is your duty to lay hold on it. Say, lay hold on eternal life. Listen, friends, you should lay hold on what redemption has made available to you. That is how you fight the fight of faith. It is your responsibility to lay hold on it. Lay hold on your healing. Lay hold on your marital bliss. Lay hold on your prosperity. You are the one whose faith must lay hold on what God has made available to you. You must lay hold on your victory. Lay hold on your marvelous help. Lay hold on the peace of your family. Lay hold on your new job. Lay hold on your business breakthrough. You are the one that should lay hold on what God has delivered to you. You must understand that when you do not lay hold on what has been given to you, you delay yourself in entering into manifestation that was ordained for you before the foundation of the world. The Bible talks about Abraham. The Bible said that he was strengthened in faith and he was giving glory to God. He was fully persuaded, the scripture says. He was fully convinced. He was fully persuaded. And because of his persuasion that God cannot fail, that God has already honored his word, even before he came to realize it, as a result, he began to give glory to God. Can I ask you tonight, are you fully convinced that God will marvelously help you in 2021? Are you fully persuaded that God has ordained help for you this year? Are you fully persuaded that God has prepared marvelous help for you? Because friends, if you are not persuaded at the help that God has ordained for you, you will not be able to enjoy your marvelous help. Even though it is a prophetic word God has given to us, the Bible said he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Are you staggering? Have you told yourself that whatever the almighty God has spoken, they are yes and amen in Christ. As a result, I am going to lay hold on what God has said. So uh, can I ask you again, are you fully persuaded? Are you fully persuaded? Because if you want to be fully convinced that what God has given to you is true then you must begin to use your mouth you must begin to proclaim them with your mouth because where your mouth goes that is where your destiny will go if you're fully convinced if you're fully persuaded at what the almighty God has said that it will surely come to pass then you must begin to use your mouth to proclaim your persuasion you must begin to use your mouth to declare your conviction. You must begin to use your mouth to announce that which you are persuaded of. You are persuaded that God will marvelously help you in 2021. You lift your voice and begin to declare your marvelous help. Marvelous help in that office that you are having a challenge in. Marvelous help in that business that looks like it's not moving forward. You begin to declare marvelous help over your children 
mind, marvelous help over your health, marvelous help over your destiny, consigning the thing God has ordained for you this year. You begin to declare because friends, if you are fully persuaded, you must use your mouth because your mouth directs your entire life. What you say is where you go to. Whatever you say is where you go to. So friends, talking in a season like this is the most important thing that you do in life you must begin to proclaim you must begin to announce your persuasion it is not enough to be fully persuaded if you are persuaded you must talk the bible said abraham staggered not at the promises of god through unbelief he was fully persuaded and because he was fully persuaded he couldn't keep quiet the bible said he lifted up his voice he began to give glory to God he was fully persuaded he was strong in faith he was strong in faith irrespective of whatever challenge presented itself to him he was strong in faith he esteemed the word of God above his challenges he esteemed the word of God above that sickness he esteemed the word of God above that pain he esteemed the word of God above that business that is going through a trying times friends when you are fully persuaded you lift your voice you begin to give glory to God irrespective of how you feel you that is listening to me I know your body is in pain but I dare you tonight to give glory to God if you are persuaded that God has healed you lift your voice and give him praise if you are persuaded that that virus will not kill you lift your voice and give God praise if you are persuaded that that sickness is not unto death lift your voice and give Jesus praise Abraham was fully persuaded and as a result he began to declare his persuasion through his mouth come on declare I am marvelously helped in 2021 if you believe it shout that amen like a believer amen glory to God your mouth was given to you to decide the life or the kind of life that you want to live. Listen, friends, your tongue is for constructing your future. Your tongue is for constructing your future. Stop using your tongue to destroy your today. Stop using your tongue to destroy your tomorrow. Your tongue was given to you for constructing your future. Your mouth was given to you to decide the kind of life that you want to live. Hallelujah. I see you making progress. I see you making progress. I see you moving forward. I see you growing forward. I see you growing upwards. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me hear your loudest amen. Give Jesus praise tonight. Go with me to James chapter 1. Let me add to the things I opened up yesterday again. Let me add to it. James chapter 1 verse 15 to 22. He said then when desire has conceived... He gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. Sickness is not a good gift. Therefore, it doesn't come from God. Therefore, take authority and command sickness to go. 
Poverty is not a good gift. It doesn't come from God. Therefore, you lift your voice, you command that poverty to go. So he said, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, take note of that, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of men does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls, save your souls, but be doers of the word how do you save your soul by being a doer of the word and not hearers only deceiving your soul or deceiving yourselves listen friends the change in your life can only take place according to the meditation of god's word that you have in your heart and the declaration of that meditation in your heart through your mouth don't forget change begins from the inside for you to be victorious and successful as described by god's word it is going to be you meditating on god's word and making decisions that are based on the word of god because friends if your decision is not in line with what god has spoken concerning you you will not be able to enjoy the victory that the word of god has promised so acting on god's word is what is called building on solid rock we saw that yesterday when jesus said any man who acts on god's word is building on solid rock so when you act on the word of god when you are a doer of the word when you practice the word you become a like a man who has built his foundation on a rock the book of james chapter 1 verse 22 now say he said be doers of the word be doers of the word not hearers only because when you are only a hearer and you are not a doer brother james liking the person that the person is deceiving himself that is to say self-deception is when you hear and you do not do when you hear and you do not do brother james categorizes it as self-deception deceiving yourself deceiving your soul listen friends do you know that you can deceive your soul and cause your soul to do wrong things and jesus referred to the human heart as the soil for receiving seed so in the parable of the sower when jesus was explaining to his disciples he said that the soil is the human heart the human heart is the soul and the soul by the description of jesus christ the soul is a soil so whatever you sow whatever you sow into the soil that is what will germinate if you take the word of god and you sow it into 
the soil, it will bring forth increase. Because, listen friends, your human heart is a soil and your human heart is your soul. Whatever you sow into your heart, that is what you will bring forth. And that is why it is necessary that you sow the word of God into your heart. And that is what these 14 days has been. That is why every day I labor in the word for you. I labor in the word because the more seeds I sow in your heart, in the soil of your heart, the more you are able to harvest increase. The more you are able to harvest testimonies. I declare over you tonight, every word of God that has come out of my mouth that have been planted in the soil of your heart, I decree, let them bring forth increase. Let them bring forth a thousand times more. Let them bring forth hundredfold in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me hear your amen like a believer. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Declare, say, I receive the word. I sow it into my heart and I receive increase. Declare again, I receive the word. I sow it into my heart. I receive increase. Amen. Go with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, 26 to 29. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how for the earth yields crops by itself. First the blade, then the herd. After that, the full grain in the herd. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. I came tonight to tell you, your harvest has come. I declare over you tonight, your harvest has come. Boldly type it in the comment section and declare, my harvest has come. My harvest has come. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, the ground has been programmed to cause the seed to sprout and grow. Jesus here is speaking, was speaking about the kingdom of God in this analogy. This analogy of our Lord Jesus Christ in Mark chapter 4 was the analogy describing the kingdom of God. So he is telling us here that your heart is designed to receive the word of God and cause the word of God to reproduce itself for you. So he said, you keep sowing the word. Keep sowing the word. Keep talking the word. Keep God speaking the word. Go to sleep. Keep talking. Sow it in your heart. He said, because it will produce. He said, when the farmer sows, he doesn't even know when the grain begins to produce. He doesn't know when the, it begins to yield, the crop begins to yield itself. First the blade, then the head. Listen friends, you might not have known what has been happening in your life since these 14 days began. You might have been thinking nothing is happening, but based on this analogy, I can boldly tell you tonight that there are things that have been changing in your life that you do not even recognize that the change is already occurring because why when you sow the seed every seed has a mandate to sprout and grow there is no seed that has no mandate to sprout and grow and the word of God is being sown into your life in this season child of God that is why I came tonight to tell you I see a harvest because by the audacity of the seed that have been sown into your heart in the last 12 days I declare over you tonight you will enter 
enter into seasons of bumper harvest, seasons of bumper testimonies, seasons of victories, seasons of marvelous help in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give Jesus praise tonight. Hallelujah. He said, keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing. Because your heart has the ability to give to you in finished products what you have been sowing inside. What you have been sowing inside. In Mark chapter 16, in Mark chapter 16, there was a dialogue between Jesus and Peter in the book of Matthew, rather, sorry. In the book of Matthew chapter 16, there was a dialogue between our Lord Jesus Christ and Peter. Now, let's pick up the discussion from verse 18. Let's pick up the discussion from verse 18. He now said, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, the word bind there in Mark 8, 16 from verse 18 to 19, the word bind there actually means forbid. It means forbid, F-O-R-B-I-D. It means forbid. To bind and to lose simply means to forbid. It simply means to forbid by an indisputable authority and to permit by an indisputable authority. I repeat, it will appear on the screen. It will appear on the screen. You can take picture of this. Listen, it said, to bind, to bind, to bind and to lose in this scripture in Matthew 16, 18 to 19, it means to forbid by an indisputable authority and to permit by an indisputable authority. Listen, friends, don't have this wrong idea. When you say I bind, there is... How will I put it now? Don't have this idea that there is some spiritual cords roping the thing you are buying. No, 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 no. And over the years, the church has only reduced this binding to demons. But here he's saying it is to forbid by an indisputable authority. Or it is to permit. That is to say, friends, you have an indisputable authority to forbid things and to permit things. That is, you listening to me tonight, there is an indisputable authority that you carry by the virtue of you being a believer, by the virtue of you being a new creation, by the virtue of you being filled with the new wine. You have an indisputable authority to forbid and to permit that is whatever you forbid it is forbidden no matter how stubborn the thing may appear whatever you permit it is permitted why because the authority the indisputable authority has been given to you and friends he says what you forbid or what you disallow heaven will respond so friends, heaven is, is waiting for you. Heaven will only respond when you act. I give unto you. Friends, you have it. Come and say, I have it. He said, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. 
the keys of the kingdom, not the keys to the kingdom. Oh. Not the keys to the kingdom. I give unto you the keys of the kingdom because they are two different things. Keys of the kingdom and keys to the kingdom are two different things. What is the difference? If I say right now, I have given to Pastor Aubrey the keys to the office or the keys to my office. It simply means Pastor Aubrey is outside. It means he is outside. He means he is outside or he means he is outside the office and so he has the keys now to enter the office. But if I say I have given you the keys to the office, I have given you the keys to the kingdom, it means you are already in the kingdom. When I say I have given you the keys to the kingdom, he said I have given you the keys to the kingdom, not the keys, the keys of the kingdom rather, not the keys to the kingdom. If I have given you the keys of the kingdom and the keys to the kingdom, two different things i have given Aubrey the keys of my office and the keys to my office it means the keys of my office he is already in the office the keys to the office it means he is outside the office friends you have the keys of the kingdom not the keys to the kingdom it means you already belong in the kingdom you are not outside the kingdom the unbeliever is outside the kingdom the non-christian is outside the kingdom but you that is in the kingdom you have keys you have keys you have keys the keys has been given to you the keys is no longer with Jesus the keys is no longer with God the father the keys is no longer with the angels the keys is with you and Jesus said with this keys that is with you whatever you forbid is forbidden whatever you permit is permitted if you forbid sickness it shall be forbidden if you allow it it will be allowed come and say i have the keys of the kingdom come and say i have the keys of the kingdom not to the kingdom hallelujah i've given you the keys of the kingdom which means everything in the kingdom are accessible to you he now says whatever you forbid Whatever you forbid on the earth shall be forbidden in heaven. I forbid poverty in your family. Tonight, I stand here as a sent one of God. I forbid that coronavirus, COVID-19, from killing anyone in your family. In the name of Jesus. I forbid that cancer. I forbid that diabetes. I forbid that high blood pressure. I forbid that low blood pressure. I forbid that sugar diabetes. I forbid that HIV and AIDS. I forbid that sickness in your body. In the name of Jesus. I forbid that generational limitation over your family in the name of Jesus I forbid your marriage from breaking down I forbid your children from losing it I forbid it in the name of Jesus I forbid that shame in your family I forbid that embarrassment whatever has been orchestrated to humiliate you this year all the way from the presence of God I forbid that humiliation 
in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been put together to embarrass you this year, I command right now, it is forbidden in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been put together to shame you, to humiliate you, to embarrass you in 2021, I declare tonight, they are forbidden. I forbid it in the name of Jesus. I forbid it in the name of Jesus. Give Jesus praise tonight. Hallelujah. Child of God, you have the keys of the kingdom. You are in the kingdom. Everything in the kingdom is accessible to you. The same way Pastor Aubrey has keys of my office. Not keys to my office. Because he's already in the office. He now has keys to open anytime he likes. And to close anytime he likes. And because he's already in, he can take whatever he likes. He is not outside. Friends, you are not outside. Come on, declare, I am not outside. Declare, I am in the kingdom. Give Jesus praise. You ought to be screaming right now because you are in the kingdom and you have the keys of the kingdom. Give Jesus praise. Oh my God, I declare you listening to me. You've not been able to have money to buy food in your house. I declare right now by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the blood of Jesus Christ, I forbid that lack in the name of Jesus. You that is listening to me, you are losing your mind. I declare tonight, I forbid that loss of mind. I forbid it in the name of Jesus. I declare the peace of God over you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me hear your amen like a believer. I forbid premature death in your family. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is how you get home, you speak. After this service, you speak. You speak, you speak. You speak. Listen to what the New Living Translation of Matthew 16, 19 says. He said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbid in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Hey! Hey! The message translation puts it this way. Verse 19, message translation says, And that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. Come on, say, I have keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth. Earth and heaven. A yes on earth is yes in heaven. A no on earth is no in heaven. Did you see that? Oh my God, did you see that? He said, you have free access. You have complete and free access to God's kingdom. That is to say, you have a key to open any and every door. I don't know which door you want to open for you this year. I don't know which doors you want to be closed this year. I want you right now. I give you 60 seconds. Lift your voice and begin to open doors. You already have free access. You already have free access. You have complete access. The keys are in your hands. Open your mouth right now and begin. Begin to close. Close every door that you don't want open. Open every door that has been closed against you. Lift your voice and open it. Lift your voice. Open the doors. Open doors in your business. Open the gates of life in your family. Open doors in your career. Open peace. Open the doors of peace. Open the doors of celebration. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
A yes on earth is yes in heaven. I say yes to your peace. I say yes to your healing. I say no to death. I say no to failure. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I say no to sickness. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I say no. I say no to that pain in your body. I say no to that sickness in your body. I say no to coronavirus, COVID-19 killing your family. I say no in the name of Jesus. I say yes to your healing. I say yes to your prosperity. I say yes to your growth. I say yes to ideas. Unwitty ideas for invention. I say yes. I say yes to your testimonies in Jesus name amen glory to God glory to God I close with this statement I close with this statement Jesus says I give you the keys of the kingdom that tells me friends you are responsible for the quality of life that you live here on the earth so that tells me when you are when you are told that you are responsible it's good news why because it simply means you can make drastic changes to your life and not have to depend on anybody for you to experience a change that means you can change where you are now you can change your condition now you can change your story now you can change your pain. You can change what you have been experiencing. You can change it now because you now have the keys. You are in the kingdom and you have the keys. Hallelujah. So cheer up friends. The word of God works. I need to work for you in the name of Jesus. Boldly declare the word of God will work for me. Declare it again. The word of God will work for me. Hallelujah. Give Jesus praise tonight. That's all I have for you tonight. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngocha. Till next time, God bless.